Welcome to Life in the Carpool Lane, where we bring you the best stories filled with humor and wisdom that can only be found driving random people in a rideshare. He has a five-star rating on Uber, and it's not because of his driving skills or his sweet ride. And now, your driver has arrived. Hey, everybody. Welcome on in to the first episode of Life in the Carpool Lane. Get comfortable. Enjoy the ride. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and hopefully we'll get you to your destination safely. I am your host, Jeff, and I'll be driving the episode today. And sitting here shotgun with me is my younger brother, who's been a great supporter of these crazy ideas in this podcast here today. Welcome, Scott. Glad you're here. Jeff, it's good to be here. Yeah. Can you believe that this is actually happening? Yeah, it's pretty tough. I know you've been talking about this for a long time, and everybody you share the ideas with just loves it. So this is great that you get to share it with the world now. Well, thank you. Yes, and we hope that the world is listening. I'm not quite sure if that's happening, but we have received pretty decent response. I think a lot of people are kind of intrigued by this. Scott, it's a wild experience because it's, you know, like Forrest Gump would say, right? Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And it's so true. When you basically click on that app and say, I'm ready to drive, you have no idea who you're picking up where they're at in their life, what they're dealing with, what their experience is going to be like, where you're driving them ultimately. And so it's it's kind of wild, to be honest. So what do you know? Because I've only been on the other side. So when you're the driver and you're picking me up, do you know my name? Do you know my destination? What, what all do you know about? So basically, as I'm driving, and I try to be a safe driver, right? I, I, <laughs> but, I, but as I've noted, right, I've got a five-star rating, and it's not because of my driving. I think I'm a decent driver, but maybe those that have driven with me would, would take a different, a different take. But you've got your phone there, and you basically see at the bottom, you just see something pop up, and it's like, it'll say, like, this ride's going to pay you $8 or whatever. And it says at the bottom, like, how many miles? And it says the name, picking up Michael, right? So That's all you know. So it says 25 miles, and you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> I think you can click through, right, and probably learn a little bit more. But I'm driving for crying out loud. So it's like, <laughs> I'm just going to click yes, and then Google will navigate me. I'll go pick this person up. And then, yeah, when, I mean, they open the door, and those that have Ubered, right, know you typically are supposed to ask the driver, you know, to verify identity. You check the license plate, whatever. So I'm driving up in my, my 2006... Honda CRV, it, it's a beaut. You know, it's got two hundred and I don't know, two hundred and fifteen thousand miles on it. Okay, it's convenient. You don't have to roll down the windows it, when you pick people up, right? Because as you know, <laughs> Scott, some of these windows may or may not roll down. But you literally go and you pick somebody up. I mean, you're, I guess, you're matched in some sort of. You know, it's not like a dating app, but you're matched with somebody. You that swipe could, left and right. You, I mean, you can swipe left or right all that you want. But essentially, you're, you pick somebody up and you call them by name, right? You identify yourself and they ask, you know, who you are and you ask who they are. And then they, you know, typically sit in the back seat and there you go. Your ride begins. Okay, so how's this podcast going to work then? So you're driving Uber. Explain to me. So are you recording people or are you? Yeah, I mean, here? that might be borderline creepy. So no, there's none of that. There's no recording, okay. whatever. So the idea is like I have these interactions with random people that I'm literally matched with, that okay. I meet through this app, okay? And so the idea behind the podcast is every time I've driven, I've had these crazy wild experiences. Not every ride, ride is like off the charts, whatever, but 
I tell you, every night that I go do this, something crazy happens or something funny happens or I learn something or I'm touched by someone that's, you know, shared something that's like really cool or inspirational. So the idea behind the podcast is I'm going to record these stories in terms of uh, I'm going to, you know, jot them down and, and recall them on this episode with somebody riding shotgun. So in this case, Scott, you're the co passenger, you're the co pilot here uh, driving alongside with me. I'm going to share the stories with you and we're just going to kind of go through and and talk through the wild experiences that I've had. Okay, so give me an example. Like, wild experience. Oh, my gosh. Where to even begin? There's so many of them. So just just throwing out one here quick. Like, I totally, Scott, have done a drug deal. I've driven a guy. I mean, I'm not going to identify him. Are you okay to admit this? I don't know. Yeah, I might be an accomplice to a crime. But I drove a guy to a park in Rose Park, Salt Lake. And anyway, it was... was, I'm just going to say it was interesting, and there might have... I mean, I didn't like pick him up and drive him after, but I, anyway, there, there <laughs> was, suspicious. there was suspicious activity. We'll put it that way. Another one also kind of suspicious was the time that I swear I was going to be a getaway driver. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I tried to talk this guy down. So guy comes down from Idaho Falls to do Black Friday shopping. Okay. A lot of things happen. He loads his two big screen TVs in the car. <laughs> Wait, so you're Ubering with this guy. And his two big screens. Two big screen TVs, a new iPhone that he purchased, right? All of this stuff that he's told me. He's a character. This guy from Idaho Falls jumps in the car. We're heading to the airport. He's got his two big TVs. And he's like, oh, we're talking whatever. And he's like, I left my bag at Rancho Market on North Temple in Salt Lake. He's like, do you mind if I add a stop? And I'm like, okay, right? I always he's try in to- your car at this He's point. in my car. And you know, it's a little out of the way, but I, no big deal. I try to be a nice guy. So we drive over to Rancho Market. And it's like at 10.30 at night, and it's dark, and it's cold, and they're closed. And the store is empty. Everybody's gone home. And he can see his duffel bag that apparently he brought down with him because he's here for a couple days. I don't know. I don't I don't usually take duffel bags to the store. Like, right? I, exactly. I think Rancho Market might be a little <laughs> suspicious. So they basically, they hide it behind the front desk or whatever. So we come down, and he can see it. The door is locked, and he can see it in there. <laughs> and so he starts to try to break into the store. And I'm like, uh, sir, I, I so don't have a good... Like Jimmy and he's the trying. Doors. He's like, I can see my bag. It's right there. I can get it. And, I'm, <laughs> and so the door is propped open, right? I'm thinking, like, oh, great. Like, I literally am a getaway driver. The cops are going to call pull up behind me. So anyway, I basically calm this guy down and say, I can come back and get it. You can call him in the morning, whatever. So guy <laughs> jumps in. Thankfully, he did not... We didn't break... The law. I mean, there was no intent to break. There was the law. no intent to break the law. So did he actually break into the place? Or you called him back. I, I called him back, calmed him down, <laughs> said like, "Dude," and he's like, "Well, all my winter clothes are in there," and I'm like, "Can I help you get it another way?" Like, I just don't feel right about breaking in. I'm sure they've got alarms, right? Like this. Dude, this is gonna make your your trek home to Idaho Falls that much harder. That's right. It's so, only gonna, so are you always breaking people into things? I mean, <laughs> I don't know that always is a word I would use. Have you done this before? Uh, well, so I don't know. This happened like a week ago, and it's kind of bizarre. But not that I break a lot of people. Let me clarify here again. Oh my goodness, I'm all Richard Nixon here, right? <laughs> Richard Nixon went down because he was so obsessed with his legacy that he recorded everything. That was used as evidence. So I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Anyway, no, I don't typically break think people into places, but I am going to to Vasa, right? My my son and I were hitting up the local Vasa, uh, getting our hey, swole on Vasa Fitness. It's okay. a it's a fitness club. So the other night, I'm walking into. So Vasa, and this guy's in the parking lot, he's a younger guy, and he just comes up, and he's like, hey, do you have a buddy pass? And I'm like, a buddy pass? And I just signed up, so I'm like, I don't know, like, probably, but 
He's like, do you mind if I just like, you know, kind of jump in on your buddy pass? Okay. And I'm like, you know me, Scott. I mean, you've known me for a few years. I'm a nice guy, am I not? You got to say no to some of these people, Jeff. Okay, quick tangent. You're going to go on a few tangents on this podcast. So true or false, Scott, I may have put, when we shared a bedroom as kids, I may have put a piece of tape down the center of the room. This was the mid-1980s. <laughs> I might have called it the Berlin Wall. And told you, you could not cross this line and come on my side. Is true or false? That is a true story. But I have to say, Mr. President, you tore down the wall. <laughs> oh, good How reference. How many years did that stay up? Good reference. The crazy thing about the Berlin Wall piece of tape is the the door was on the opposite side of the room. So I don't know how <laughs> I was expecting you to get out, but uh, the good old times of Melanie Lane. Okay, where were we? The, the people have got to learn, Scott, to follow. We're going to go on some detours on this okay. podcast. It's just that's how my brain works. So you're taking somebody into your gym. That's on right. A buddy pass, which you don't even know if you have, but you're up for it. But I'm like, whatever. I'm a nice guy. It's like <laughs> fine, right? People have done nice things for me. So anyway, so we walk in, and it's I mean it's relatively late. It's probably like nine o'clock at night, whatever. So we walk in, and he's carrying a Jamba Juice. So I check my you know badge in, whatever. I get through, and I'm like, hey. My friend here, right? I call him my friend. I just <laughs> met him two seconds ago. Uh, you know, he'd like to use my buddy pass. So they're basically like, okay, you need to fill out this waiver or whatever. So this guy starts to fill out the information. As he's filling out the information, he's got this Jamba Juice, this large Jamba Juice on him. And he totally drops it all over the floor of Vasa. And so it just explodes. It just explodes everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't be serious here. Because I realize, like, so I'm kind just, of... You totally just vouch for this I guy. I vouch for this guy. I'm kind of responsible for this guy. And now I feel like I got to go grab the mop out of the back room and clean it up. So did you just take off and leave it there? I just, it was one of these awkward moments and I'm sitting there and I'm just kind of like, okay. And I'm like, see man, you know, trying to make Vasa think that this is a friend of mine, but totally feeling like uh, I'm responsible for this guy. But anyway, so I don't know. This is pretty wild. All right. Are you just a magnet for this? Or does like, do all Uber drivers get this? Or are you just kind of like, this is you? That's a really good question. I wonder sometimes if I just have a, a way of attracting, right? You know, the law of attraction, whatever you want to call it. Maybe you're the guy with the black ring clapping. Maybe, you know, maybe I am. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this whole podcast has been therapeutic. I got a lot to think about. Now, let me, let me just say, I, I think that when you interact with random people and, and you're, you know, people are just in all different stages of their lives or where they're going, I think you're just going to see interesting, weird things. As a huge fan of Seinfeld, right? Every day that I live my life, there are Seinfeld moments, right? There are things that I've seen on Seinfeld that I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, Leap and Larry, your leg falls asleep. <laughs> or, you know, the bad tipper, or I, I don't know, right? Man hands. We won't go all these places. But every time I drive, I seriously have wild experiences. And that's why, as I've stated, we've created this podcast because it's it's crazy. It's like they need to be shared. So the other night I picked this guy up and he and we chatted, so I know a little bit about him. Early 20s, he's with two friends. They sit in the back. We're going to El Chihuahua. And he gets in and he's one of these just cool bro guys. He's like, every dope Uber driver has a wild story. So what's your best story? And you're like, I got a list here. I, I got a list. And I explained to him, I said, would you actually believe that I'm creating a podcast? He's like, oh my gosh, that's the coolest thing. He's like, I totally want to listen. So Jacob, if you're listening, welcome on into the inaugural, the first episode of, he made it on the first episode. But let me tell you how he almost really made it on the first episode. So we're talking, I think I told him the story about, you know, the drug deal. And he was intrigued by that. And he's like... Did he like tip? What, what kind of tip? Did he tip monetarily or was, was it a, say, some other substance? But if you're, Yeah, you should we, tip pretty well in that case, right? 
we, we, we won't go there. But anyway, so we're driving along. I'm telling them this story. We're going up to El Chihuahua, a fine establishment in Mill Creek. Uh, maybe they should be a sponsor, right? There you go. Our, no, our first sponsor, El Chihuahua. Go check him up on Highland Drive in Mill Creek. Okay, where were okay, we? So you're taking this guy. You've told him he's on the podcast. or he, You've told him that you're doing a I podcast. I told him I'm doing the podcast. And he's excited. And he's excited and he okay. thinks it's cool. I'm telling him about the drug story. We're just we're just chit-chatting away. We're, you know, a mile away from, from El Chihuahua. We're going up the street. The light turns yellow and red, so I proceed to stop. Well, the car next to us... Has other ideas. Maybe they're trying to get to El Chihuahua before <laughs> Jacob and his friends, right? I don't know. Well, so they gun it. They, blow the red they light. gun it through the light, and there is a car turning left that the light clearly has changed. So, as this is happening, I'm like, oh, and I won't necessarily say what I said, but anyway, it was it was a little frightening. And I don't know if if you've had an experience of seeing a near accident or seeing oh, yeah. an accident. It's I mean, this literally happened. It gets your adrenaline going. And it gets our adrenaline going. It, it really slowed down. Even though he sped up, like it, it was one of those moments that slowed down. And the passenger, Jacob, he starts screaming. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, and Jacob is like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And why was he yelling about Scott? I kid you not. He's well, like, thought you were going to get in an accident. We thought we were going to get in an accident. So he's yelling, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. We're going to make the podcast is what his <laughs> reaction to his friends is. And anyway, I said, Jacob, you'll make the podcast. So welcome on in. Jacob, you made episode one of <laughs> So the you are totally a magnet for crazy. Do you ever have times when it's not like people who refuse to talk? Yeah. Like the I, silent Uber drive? Scott, I, I tell you, I when I have boring rides, I, I crave the crazy. <laughs> you know, you know me, I'm a connector. I'm a talker. Okay. Um I took a I took a test a, a personality kind of test at, at work. And it said you are an Uber driver. <laughs> uh, yeah, it nailed me. I'm like, oh goodness, I'm that predictable. No, it basically said connecting with others is just as vital as breathing is for you. That's and when pretty, I read that important. line, I thought that is very accurate. And that kind of explained a little bit to me. I have to connect with people. That is very very important. And honestly, one of the reasons why I Uber. Yes, I started doing it for cash. Then I think I got addicted to these wild experiences that are just, they're, it's hard to explain, but they're just so fun. I'm always connecting with people. I've actually met some people that have become friends. Shout out to Kim, who once got out of the car, I drove him to Park City, and he's like, that was the best Uber ride I've ever had. Anyway, he's a musician. I go see him perform at Lake Effect or wherever he's performing. Great, great guy, great friend. So, I mean, I guess that can happen. But connections are important. But you ask, like, are, all, are some of them boring? Yeah. I mean, I had one that literally it was a game of chicken because she got in, right? I acknowledged her presence. She acknowledged me. She sits down and it is dead silent. Okay. So are you like asking her questions and no, she won't respond? I, I mean, or it's I'm, more just like, I, who's going to speak first? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I mean, I tried to start the conversation. It didn't go anywhere. So I just kind of left it. And it's literally... Like minutes of silence. And those that know me know that's like torture to me, right? So, like I, so you're twitching your fingers. Oh up my on goodness, the I'm way. nervous. You're looking back, you're getting all nervous. So she's just on her phone or something. She's on her phone or doing whatnot, but she's too, you know, she's just, so she's, too, in, the, she's in the zone. You're going crazy. And I'm just like, I mean, I, it's not that I have you to have. You come to yourself probably when you're driving well, home ex- from work. Exactly. <laughs> I have better, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever gone. And it probably was like six or seven minutes. And so finally I'm like, I can't take this any longer. So kind of got her to talk a little bit. And the ride wasn't very long and dropped her off. But yeah, I mean, there are those that just uh, but not, are there not some, a lot going on. Do, do they, like some of these ones, people don't sit down and say, hey, I think you're going to be my getaway driver tonight. Like it starts calm and then all of a sudden it turns. When, when do you know this is going like, oh, 
This is going to be, this is going to make the podcast. <laughs> There's a really good point. Um, I, I mean, I would say that like 75% of them, I feel like could make the podcast. So I think there's a good chance, right? I picked somebody up the other night that was getting evicted. I'm like, well, there's got to be a story there. I picked up a guy, we took him to Motel 6 and he's like, I got kicked out of this hotel one time. I mean, they, they, and I think part of that maybe, and we'll get into this toward the end here. I think one of the things I try to provide to people is a space. They can sit okay. in my car. It's a no judgment zone. I think I make people feel comfortable. They can share things or talk to things. Because you're not going to come down on this guy for getting kicked out of Motel no, 6. No. You're just going to ask him. I try to show empathy. And I, I think I'm somewhat vulnerable. I mean, I don't like share personal details with these random people. But like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> sometimes they tell you the, the, the craziest things. So the other night I'm driving to, you know, a, the Twilight concert series at Gallivan Plaza in downtown Salt Lake. And I'm, I'm driving these people to this concert. And we're just chatting, and it's literally like, I mean, we just met, right? We had just got matched, if you will. And there, there's a there's a guy and a gal, and I, I think they're just friends. I don't think they're in a relationship or anything. I mean, I don't know that for a fact. Again, that's the other thing. You don't know a ton about these people or where they're at in their lives, <laughs> right. right? That's right. I mean, they just jump in. And one of the interesting Which things... Which is the fun thing, right? Because you just get a snapshot. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's going through Absolutely. something. But you just get a snapshot. Absolutely. 15 minutes. And I don't know how the story ends, yeah. right? Like these people, they tell me things or, you know. So the, you're the getaway driver. So I'm the getaway driver. Don't know, I don't know how it ends. You don't know if this guy's going to get picked up by the police as soon as you drop him off. I have no idea. The drug deal, I have no idea, right? The, <laughs> you know, I, I, we'll get into more, you know, on, on future episodes. But uh, anyway, I pick up this, this, I shouldn't call him a couple, pick up this guy and this gal and they're heading to the concert series. As we're going, it's like we're just friends. And they I don't know why my profile says Jeffrey because I typed it in the first time and I can't change it, dang it. So I'm known as Jeffrey, right? <laughs> Five-star rating Jeffrey. It's fine. It's fine. So <laughs> we're, we're talking. Concert? Uh, exactly. And no, but this lady's telling me about how they went th the wrong way down a one-way street in Salt Lake, 5th South, I think, trying to get, or 6th, excuse me, trying to get to Beto's. And she tells me, oh, the power of super nachos will get you to do crazy things. So, Scott, this is a direct quote. I wrote it down after the ride. She says, this car ride might be better than our concert tonight. That's how fun it was. I'm telling you. You know, you should you should text me. I'll come pick you up. I'll, I'll get listeners of the podcast. I think it's a riot. I don't know that. 10% off if you listen to the podcast. Right? Mention life in the carpool lane. So, I don't know, Scott. It's It's crazy. You meet a lot of cool people. You have these wild experiences. We talked a little bit about lessons learned along the way, and we talked about this just a second ago. I see these people in uh, really a snippet of time. And one of the things that I have learned, and you've gapped this from you know, the trailer, and that's we're all card-carrying members of the human race. We're all trying to do the best that we can, and we're all struggling, right? I don't care who you are. You've got challenges, you've got problems and struggles and fears and and, and all of that. And one of the things that I have learned over the last year, a couple of years, is I've really learned to love people. And I think I've developed, you know, empathy where when these people sit in my car, my heart just goes out to them. And, you know, I want to help them. I'm giving them a ride. I'm providing them a service. But more than that, why I joke and say I have a five-star rating is because I feel like people can talk and can share. And one of the things that I learned recently, and I thought this was this was kind of a, an epiphany for me, it's to embrace uncertainty. And, and, and what I mean by that, and, and kind of one of the things that I've learned, and maybe I'll share on a future episode, is like, life is messy. 
We don't always know how it's going to end, and I certainly don't in these stories. Especially in an Uber. Yep. Especially in an Uber. I am, a, I am an optimist. I'm a very positive person. And I've actually most recently taken a pessimistic view of being an optimist. <laughs> because, and stay with me, that's not always a good thing. Meaning, people go through struggles. And, and I think my mindset has been like, oh, it's all going to get up. It's all going to get better. And it's all going to be okay. And I'm trying to find, right, that the silver lining. And one of the things that I have learned is it's okay to embrace uncertainty. And when people sit in my car, and I've actually had a woman cry, and I'll tell that story <laughs> another time, but just talking about her life. And I, you know, and I my heart went out to her and I cried with her. And one of the things that I've learned is and not to tell them, oh, it's gonna be okay. I don't know that. I wish that it's I could guarantee that yeah. it's gonna be okay. But one of the things that I've learned is it's how much better it is rather than saying it's all gonna be okay to say, you know, wow, thank you for sharing that with me. I can tell that you're a person that has resilience or courage or, right, based on the things, and I don't I don't just say these as lines, like based on what they've told me, I try to find, again, as that optimist, I try to find the strength that they possess that can get them through that challenge. Are they in a really bad relationship? Did they just lose their job and they're gonna lose their home? Again, I don't know how these stories end, but one of the things I try to do is encourage by just being there, by showing that empathy and that understanding and just letting them know that you know, I do yeah. believe that better days are ahead, working through day by day, you know, through our challenges. And so anyway, that that's kind of in a nutshell what a what an Uber ride with, with Jeff is like, I guess. I don't know. Minus, you know, some screeching and some breaks and a little bit of craziness along the way, but there you go. So, I mean, back to our first story, right? About the Rancho Market guy. <laughs> the guy you broke The, the, broke the guy that tried to break in. Okay. Okay. I'm taking him. I know that I'm going to the airport, right? Okay. I make this extra stop for him. Um, I don't know a ton about him. I'm asking questions. He feels comfortable sharing. We kind of have this nice um, exchange back and forth. And he tells me he's going to the airport. I'm like, where are you headed? Which is kind of a natural question. And he's like, well, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. And I'm like, <laughs> like, like, well, when you uh, go to the airport. Exactly. You, you don't just walk up. It's not like a train. You purchase a train ticket. And you just jump on. <laughs> like, so apparently. I'm not real sure. How, how full is uh, plane number A there? Maybe it, I'll go for B. Exactly. So apparently he has a trip booked to Seattle. Okay. But his fiance, as he describes, is in, is in oh, okay. uh, Idaho Falls. And he's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm I'm a little bit puzzled, but I'm trying to follow him, you know, crazy guy. Um, and and but he he basically explains to me, he's like, I just I kind of need to get away because my fiance scares me. And I'm kind of like, oh gosh, like that's probably not the best relationship, right? Like if you're not even married yet and you're you're already afraid of your fiance, like, oh boy, buckle up. So he tells me though that she's 12 weeks pregnant. And so again, a non-judgment and whatever. Like I'm not going to tell him to go home to her. I'm not going to say to go to right? I'm not I'm not here to tell him it's one way or another. It's not my role to give advice. It's not my role to give advice. It's my role to get him safely to the airport okay. and it's my role to basically well, but to show him. show understanding, yeah. encourage him. Well, it sounds like you've got some tough choices to make and like so literally you know, good luck to you. I, I, I hope things work out with, you know, whatever you choose or whatever, wherever your life takes you, essentially. And the crazy thing is, as we said earlier, we don't know how that story oh, ends. So you don't know. Have no idea, right? Never going to see this guy. Other than I called Rancho Market <laughs> the next day. Uh, anyway, um, I, I, was, I was on hold for too long. Anyway, I think he got it. I hope he got it. I don't know. I don't know. That's terrible. But I'm, 
I'm you hoping. promised him you get his pet. I didn't promise. I said I would, and he's like, "Oh, I'll just I'll call or I'll I'll come back down or whatever." So anyway, I guess whatever. So kind of kind of said maybe if I was a better Uber driver. I don't know. That's kind of the pod. You made it. You you're, you can unbuckle now. You you've arrived at I your arrived destination. Arrived at the destination. What'd you think? You survived. Five, you okay? Five stars, Jeffrey. Oh wow! Thank you. We'll take a five star rating any day of the week. Thank you very much. Now, uh, that concludes episode one. It's now in the books, and that's a little bit of what you can expect here on Life in the Carpool Lane. You know, some wild adventures, a lot of fun, and uh, you know what? I might even take a breath next time. I promise. Next episode, I'll take a breath. I sometimes just get a little excited and a little fiery, and I forget to breathe. And episode two is live and already dialed up in the library for your listening pleasure. So that's with my good friend, Doug Smith-Levis, who joins me shotgun in that episode. I think you'll enjoy the fun banter and uh, even more stories from life in the carpooling. And don't stop there either. Episode three with Lisa Martinez might just be our best episode yet of this young first season. So definitely tune in to Doug and to Lisa. We've got more fun and exciting tales uh, from Uber. And uh, one thing to note about um, the podcast is each Wednesday we'll drop a new episode. So plan your schedules accordingly. And if I might make a personal plea, please, please, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you feel so inclined, we'd love a five-star rating because after all, I can't have a higher rating on Uber than I do on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That would crush me. So go ahead, uh, give us a rating. Give us some real feedback. Tell us what you think. Find us on Instagram as well, Life in the Carpool Lane underscore podcast. Life in the Carpool Lane underscore podcast is where you can find us. You can interact. There's lots of good content is there. So thanks for tuning in today, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the ride. For Scott, this is Jeff saying adios and bye-bye. Don't forget to tip your driver and give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.